In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. Christ is in our midst. He was, and is, and ever shall be. In this morning's epistle of St. Paul to the Romans, St. Paul is writing, writing to the Christian church that is in Rome, and he says this. He says, in this, he says Brethren, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let, it, let each of us please his neighbor for his good to edify him. Let's say that one more time. Brethren, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Now, what is the background for what's, why St. Paul wrote this to the Roman church? Well, among the, in the Roman church, of course, there are many theological controversies that St. Paul was trying to clarify among the people and the Christians in Rome. But there are also some social problems, social controversies that the Roman church was dealing with. And they, these came about because of the nature of that particular community at that time. Because the church in Rome was made both of Jews and made both also of Gentile converts. There were Jewish Christians who were raised in Judaism and had their ways. And there were people who were raised as Roman pagans in Rome that, that had their own ways. And there were some things in their lives in Rome that naturally would come into conflict with their new Christian faith. Now, one of these conflicts back then was this issue that may seem pretty insignificant to us, but to them it was very important. And it had to do with eating meat. It's not that the Jews were vegetarians, right? But there is a thing in Rome that most meat that was served had been offered to pagan idols. And so the question was, for the Jews, they would never eat that meat. And they were, they were fine, and they had the scripture behind them. And they had a very good point. Even St. Paul says, don't eat that meat offered the idols. And the Christian, I mean, the, the Gentile converts to Christianity, they had a good point too. They would say, since these idols are all fake, these idols are just rocks and, and pieces of wood that don't mean anything. Does it really matter if we eat meat that's been offered to this useless rock? And they had a good point too, because if they were truly Christians, what harm could happen from doing that? And so there you can see there was a, a natural tendency, there was going to be a conflict, and thus St. Paul, in his wisdom guided by the Holy Spirit, came up with some kind of teaching for the church there. Because what happens is that the Jews, Jewish Christians would walk around saying, I'm right, you're wrong. And the Gentile Christians would say, I'm right, you're wrong. And the Jews would say, we were people of God first. And the Gentiles would say, well, God called us. And you could see that there would be a controversy. So what did Paul, St. Paul said? First of all, he says, again, those who are strong in faith ought to bear 
with the failings of the weak and to not please ourselves. The word for failings in the Greek here is sometimes translated as scruples. And the word scruples means someone who is overly sensitive to a particular issue. They are easily provoked. So St. Paul says those who are strong ought to keep in mind and bear those who might be easily scandalized. Now he's not just talking to the meat eaters, and he's not just talking to the non-meat eaters, he's talking to everyone. And St. Paul puts a, puts a rule. He says that, um, where does it say here? Um, for whatever was written in the former days was written for our instructions that steadfastness and by the encouragement of the scriptures, we might hope, may the God of steadfastness and encourage you, grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accordance with Christ Jesus. I want to talk about this word harmony. The word for harmony in the Greek is homotheo, homothemos. It means to have the same passion, the same burning desire to please God. And that the community where what some people are, think that they're better than others, or some people are succeeding while other peoples are failing, that that community cannot possibly offer true praise to God. Let's put it in a modern way. That community cannot possibly be orthodox Christians. St. Paul has another rule for them. More important than being right in whatever you think right is, more, and there is a right answer in orthodox Christianity for most everything, if not all. He says more than being right, so you can be satisfied with saying that I'm right and they're wrong. He says that we should put before us being right the edification of your brother or sister. If we are right all the time and some of our brothers and sisters are falling behind, that is something to be concerned with. If we are right and we are not loving our brother and sister and at least putting up with them, with their wacky ideas, then something is not right. This is a test for most things, I think, in the spiritual life. Because we are always tempted, especially today with social media and with 24 hours a day news and 24 hours a day opinions, and anyone could put their opinion on the internet and have, a, have at least... Well, I would say a million likes, but none of my opinions on the internet have ever had a million likes. But we all have our opinions and we think that they are, with it. I am right and they're all wrong. That is something that should set off a red flag in our conscience. It is something that should set off a red flag that are we caring for our other, those other people's souls, especially, especially when it evolves inside this community here. So let us finish again, hearing this a third time. Brethren, we who are strong ought to bear with the failings of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let each of us please his neighbor for his good to edify him.